You're listening to Midlife State of Mind Podcast, hosted by Aaron Beadle and Belinda Fleming, two gals who dish on all the challenges and opportunities that come with this middle section of your life. Each episode, you'll find yourself going between laughter and tears as they cover all the topics you need to know about midlife. Welcome back to Midlife State of Mind. I'm your host, Erin Beadle. And Belinda Fleming. We're so excited to have you guys back this week. We hope you've had a chance to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating and a written review so that we can climb up that podcast algorithm. We want to give a special shout out to our listeners in Canada. We just so excited. I know you guys get winter almost year round up there. So we hope we bring a little bit of sunshine to you. Coming from the Peach State live. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you can go to our website, Midlife State of Mind Podcast, and learn more about Erin and myself, and also click on Retreat so you can learn more about our upcoming retreat in Italy in October. Today, we are talking about acceptance and learning to accept others as they are, which is quite a tall task, wouldn't you say, Belinda? Yes, and I actually wanted to begin today's episode with a quote by Michael J. Fox. It beautifully captures the essence of acceptance, and it distinguishes it from resignation. Acceptance doesn't mean resignation. It means understanding that something is what it is and that there's got to be a way through it. Acceptance involves acknowledging the reality of a situation or a circumstance for what it truly is, but it's also about seeing things as they are without denying or distorting, and it requires a willingness to accept the truth, even if it's uncomfortable or challenging. And so there's a little bit of background. Um, Most of you may know that Michael J. Fox is known for his inspiring journey with Parkinson's. He speaks from personal experience when he highlights anything talking about acceptance. So it is really an opportunity for us to, instead of resigning ourselves from situations that we don't agree with or approve of, people, right, or people that maybe there's something that might be happening with a relationship. One little aspect of a relationship isn't a reason to resign yourself from participating in and having a meaningful relationship with someone just because you don't agree or understand what's going on in their personal life. What's a better yeah. way? Of- well, so I would say acceptance is the ability to see that others have a right to be their own unique persons. And when we can be accepting of people, and like Belinda said, acceptance doesn't mean approval or resignation. It's just that we're able to say you are who you are, or you choose what you choose. And it might not be my choice but I'm going to not be judgmental or stand in judgment of you. The more accepting that we are, the more our relationships can flourish with other people. The more our relationships flourish, then that leads to more positive experiences that we'll have in having a more fulfilling life. Because when we start cutting, like you said, cutting ourselves off because, oh, I don't like this about this person. or I don't like this about that person. Then we start putting ourselves up on a hill away like we're looking down on others. And everyone is different in one way or the other. And understanding that is key because it's easy to accept people who are like us. 
when we have people who have the same values or the same lifestyle that we have or the same socioeconomic status or have the same parenting styles even. I mean, I know I ran into that where I know I was judged for my parenting because, you know, your children are a reflection of you. And when they make bad choices, everyone thinks you're a bad mom when you're not because your children are individuals. But that's a whole nother podcast episode. But when people are like, she's a bad mom, instead of just saying like, that may not be what I would choose, that may not be how I would live my life, or that may not be the choices that I would make, but I'm not going to sit in judgment of someone. I'm going to just accept them. And then I think once you can like accept someone, it removes that need to feel judgment. Don't you think? Well, when we genuinely accept something, whether it's a person or whether it's a situation or even an aspect with in ourselves, right? See, and that's key. Woo, we shift our perspective and then we open up ourselves to new possibilities. It is very interesting by accepting what is, we let go of our resistance and our judgment and we allow space for differing opinions. We allow space for growth for us and for the other person. We're giving them space to expand as well because we are being more accepting, not being judgmental. And then healing can happen in in relationships where we offer acceptance instead of judgment or resignation where we just completely resign, just like cancel culture is prevalent right now. So the idea that we can genuinely accept something, we're shifting our perspective. And that's especially, you know, when you said that about ourselves, I think that often the people that we get maybe most triggered by, and I hate that word, but <laughs> I don't know what other for word to use right now. Yeah, for word. lack of a better word, triggered by. Oftentimes, I do think it's something that we see in them that we maybe don't like about ourselves, our tendency. Maybe we are judgmental because, and maybe we aren't even aware of it sometimes. It's it's It's, it's, it's unconscious. It's unconscious. And it really grates on us because we know that it is something that we have a tendency to do. And and I think the more that we... We're really hard on ourselves. Yes. Or hard on someone I think else. we're hard on ourselves because I think oftentimes we have a version of ourselves that maybe is that we want to be better than we are. So it's very important to be really connected to reality. Absolutely. Yes. About And about ourselves first. But creating space for change and growth. It doesn't mean you have to stay exactly where you are, but we're accepting of who we are today. It doesn't mean that's who we were yesterday, and it doesn't mean that's exactly where we want to be tomorrow. That's the beauty of acceptance, and that's the beauty of change and growth. Yeah, pursuing self-transformation. I think that, too, the more that we are accepting of ourselves, it will just naturally spill over into acceptance of others. Because if we're good with ourselves, I think sometimes when you're really content with yourself and where you are, you're less likely to be judgmental of other people. Well, it doesn't mean you're going to be in a passive state always either. Being content with who you are Well, I don't think being content is passive at all. For me, it's not, at least. Well, I wanted to also take a little to share a quote by Eckhart Tolle. I really do love his books, The Power of Now, and many of his writings, and I follow him on social media. He has a quote that says, acceptance looks like a passive state, but in reality, it brings something entirely new into this world. That peace, a subtle energy vibration, is consciousness. This quote highlights the transformative power of acceptance and its connection to our own inner peace and our own consciousness. It is paradoxical. (laughs) (laughs) I love that word. 
oftentimes I think people do think that to accept someone fully means we have to approve of them or agree with them or waive our own rights or downplay their impact on us. It doesn't mean that. If you can still have boundaries that you need and take appropriate actions to protect yourself or others, let's say if it's your child, you can take the appropriate action that you need and set in place the appropriate boundaries and still accept someone. Because when we accept the reality of the other person, it lets us be at peace with ourselves, like you said, because then we aren't constantly looking for fault When we're not looking for fault within ourselves, we will learn to not look for fault in others. We had mentioned Rick Hansen. He's a PhD psychologist, and he has a term that he calls it opening out, which he says is relaxing into a growing sense of connection, even oneness with all things. And I actually practice this even with animals because so many people hate snakes or they hate frogs or they hate sharks. I don't <laughs> love sharks and I don't want to be one with a shark because that means I'm probably going to get eaten. But in, in our house, we are just very much about respecting all life. I know it sounds crazy, but we have a bug cup. We take bugs outside. That bug doesn't cup. sound crazy to me. I'm a yogi <laughs> and I believe may all beings be happy and free and may my actions contribute to that happiness and purpose for all. Yeah. Loka samasta, sukino bhavantu. It's one of my most favorite mantras. Me so. too. For other people, maybe they're like, oh, it's just maybe a, a more grander way of saying it is an acceptance of that all life is sacred and beautiful. And so if I can have that acceptance of, of all life being beautiful, I'm not going to be hard on people. Like, and, and that may then boil over into ants. Roaches and flies, I kill. I'm sorry, but every other little bug is safe around me. Well, I had some ways that I think that will help people increase the acceptance of others. First thing that you would want to do is watch your thoughts. What are your first thoughts when you meet someone? Are you judging them? Which is human nature, but you can unlearn it. So when you first want to do is start to watch your thoughts and you want to notice your patterns of of thinking about people and then always looking for the positive. I think you and I do that pretty well. We always look for the positive in people. I always try to focus on the good attributes that someone has because if I focus on the negative things and when people often ask me because I've been married so long, you should give marriage advice. I'm like, no, I shouldn't. But I do think that for me in my relationship with my husband, instead of trying to focus on all the things that he does that like bug the crap out of me, which there are some, I try to focus on all the things that are so positive about him. And the more that I find that I focus on those positive things, the less impact the negative things have. So if he leaves the cap off the toothpaste, I don't focus on that. Instead, I think about how he always sets my vitamins out for me. And so it's a small little shift in your mindset, but it helps, I think, you to really be focused on that positive. Well, when we accept, we tap into a deeper level of awareness and presence. And this is this place of peace and contentment. So if we let go of judging and also if we're trying to seek approval constantly, that is a trap as well. And we're really trying to be accepting of ourselves and accepting of others and finding that profound sense of peace. We talk about this a lot in yoga too, is like avoiding the right and wrong dichotomy. So good and bad and like where we're putting everything in very black and white. 
if you really just keep leaning into this idea of finding peace, it does have the power to influence your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others. And it's also what you talked about earlier about showing grace and mercy for others. We're able to practice it in our own families. We're able to practice it out in the world. And we're even able to practice it with the little old ant and whatever human or living being that living we creature. that we encounter along our way. I think where it gets tricky and let's touch on this for a moment. I was with families. Sometimes it's easy to accept like, oh, my neighbor is way different from me. You know, she lets her kids stay out late. She, you know, her house is a wreck or whatever. And you're like, okay, I can accept that all day long because that's not happening in your house. Right. (laughs) It's not affecting me, but within our own families, even maybe with children, like decisions that they make, oftentimes we have to let go of how we want things to be or how we want people to be. So there is a resignation in the sense of just because I have this idea of how I want this person to act doesn't mean that it's the right way. It's right for me. Well, now you're talking about unconditional love. So acceptance within our own family starts with cultivating an awareness of unconditional love. We actually embrace strengths and weaknesses. We are realistic about what our strengths and weaknesses are. We aren't just giving out the, you know, it's that kind of concept of every child gets a trophy for participation. It's interesting because we we should be able to recognize strengths and weaknesses. We shouldn't just cloud our judgment and say, oh, we should only offer praise. We should only be offering praise. Or I should only be offering love if my children are checking all the boxes for all the requirements that I have of them. It is tricky when you talk about acceptance within your own family and embracing differences within family can be very little things. It could be very big things. Our own ideas, our own belief system. We should hope that our children grow up to be very confident in who they are and that they want to live an independent, functioning, high-level adult life. That they know that we love them regardless of whatever choices and decisions that they make. And letting go of expectations expectations of them. That's yeah, a, we've talked about that. Ooh, letting that's go of expectations, one. I think, because especially with your own children, you know, when you have them, you just have all these dreams for them. And then when they choose a different path, you're like, wait a minute, you know, and it's like, no, they're their own person. But even with siblings, with aunts, uncles, and all of that, it is, yes, unconditional love. I love you no matter what your choices are. It doesn't necessarily mean I agree with them. So I'm accepting of your choices, but it doesn't mean that I'm giving you my stamp of approval. Right. And conflict is inevitable. I mean, it is inevitable and acceptance is actually helps us navigate through conflict because it goes back to fostering empathy. Like we talked about this idea of choosing to agree that we disagree, but still offering empathy and love and support and finding a way through as Michael J. Fox said in his quote. Right. Well, I had a quote I wanted to end with. Those who love others grandly are those who love themselves grandly. Those who have a high tolerance and acceptance of others are those who have a high tolerance and acceptance of themselves. You cannot show another part of you that you cannot show yourself. Therefore, begin where all growth, where all evolution, where all love must begin with the person in the mirror. That's by Neil Donald Walsh. And that's what I think it really boils down to is can you accept yourself with all your faults, all your warts, all your flaws? Yes, you have strengths. Yes, you have great things about yourself. But can you just be accepting of the shadow side? We talk about that in yoga. You have, you know, the light side and the shadow side. Everyone has a shadow side. And can you really learn to lean in and embrace and accept that 
shadow side of yourself, the side that maybe you're scared to show because you scared people won't love you. But if you can't love it, of course no one else will. And once you really can love yourself 100% and like he says, love yourself grandly, which is a great way of putting it, then you can show that grand love to others. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you guys got something from today's episode. Our podcast is a place where we can inspire each other to make positive changes and embrace all that midlife has to offer. Thank you for joining us today on this midlife journey. We'll see you next week. Bye now. This has been an E-Squared production.